It's Wednesday, May 27th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. On today's episode, we discuss the ongoing, ever-growing mask wars, my love or hate of Kathy Griffin, the SpaceX launch today, and more. Plus, The Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and we kick it off now with War Years by the one, the only, Sky Wallace.
my god. Wow. Warrior by Sky Wallace. That was unbelievable. Now, why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodry. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delisepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy Hour? You're listening to the... <laughs> Fuck some comedy <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Days and not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio. In the beautiful Gatineau the Wills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA system. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me below, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. you live on a Wednesday morning, Wednesday, May 27, 2020, 2020. 2020. Good morning, Gajenda. Good morning, Morgan, as our German friends would say. Go ahead. That's it. Just good morning. 
all I know how to say. Coming at you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Wakefield. Good morning, Wakefield and the world. Yes, that's white. That's white? Oh. <laughs> Um, that's right, we're broadcasting all over the world. We're huge in Germany. Huge. Wait for it. Uh, the, um, yeah, we're broadcasting you live on Facebook every Monday to Friday at 7 a.m. And then, of course, available on demand everywhere you get your podcasts. Everywhere. Apple, sure. Google, go for it. Spotify, absolutely. Tuned in radio, you know it. Stitcher, 100%. How many percent? Hundred. Hundred. That was War Years by Sky Wallace to open up the show from a 2015 interview. Okay. Uh, did on the podcast. Great song. And the whole time uh, on the podcast, I was calling it Warriors. Warriors. It's not correct. It's War Years. Go to skywallace.com, S-K-Y-E Wallace.com for everything Sky Wallace. Very talented musician uh, out of Toronto. Okay. Uh, Vancouver, I think, now, actually. But. Okay. Okay. How are you, Gen Z? I'm a little tired this morning, I'm not going to lie. Uh, maybe it's because uh, we both happened to wake up at 3.45 and never went back to sleep. Yeah, uh, 3.30, actually. What the heck? Is that all not, to, uh, not to correct... Excuse me, and mansplain. But yeah, 3.30, wake up. Is that healthy? I don't know. But if you go back to sleep, and then you get in this deep sleep, and then you wake up at 5 after that, it's not yeah, great I mean, either. So we've done like, that a million times, where we're like, oh, let's get up. And it's like, no, nah, let's just sleep for another hour, and then another hour, and you wake up, and it's like, oh, this is a nightmare. <laughs> and it's harder to get up, so we just bit the bullet. We, collectively. Right. The collective we. That your sister loves so much. Yeah, she just said morning in the comments. Morning, so she'll Melanie. Love she'll love that. Good we morning. say good. We say good morning we to you. We say guten morgen. We love when you chime in. We we as a unit <laughs> enjoy you. <coughs> Excuse me. Anyway, it. Uh, yeah, I'm already exhausted. I'm I'm ready for bed. This weather too. It's. Yeah. I love it. I can't get enough of it. Will not complain. It just it makes you maybe a little more lethargic when it's so muggy. Most stuff. But I won't complain. It's supposed to be 34 degrees Celsius, which is, I think, 179 Fahrenheit. I don't know the the, yeah. the conversion, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a hot one today. It's going to be a hot one. And yesterday, uh, <laughs> go went, ahead. Went to sorry, went to look for some plants, and was at a garden center and caught myself a few times saying, "Oh, so hot!" But I'm like, yeah. "No, no, 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 no! Don't even say it." Enjoy it. Embrace it. We have winter for so long. You're on fire this morning. Why? I don't know. You're fired up. Oh. Energy. Hyper. Even though I'm tired. I know, but you're you're like, uh, hello? Yep. Was that for me? No. Oh. Cordmeister General. And yeah, but I'm ready for bed. I'm <laughs> ready for bed. I don't think I'll go running again today. I went yesterday. Went a little bit better. By the way, today is uh, eight days of no drinking. Wow. Well, uh, not that it's. You know, well, you a big don't want to label it, right? The other day. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Because that's the thing when you decide to make a big decision in your life, lifestyle-wise, nutrition-wise, anything, you're putting that out there, and then that becomes a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm vegan, and then you can never have 
an egg again. Or oh, something. I know. Yeah, if I, if if yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not labeling it. It's just I'm taking a break. Yeah. Oh. Well, there's really good things about not drinking, and there's really good things about once in a while having a drink. Go so ahead. What? Right. So mm. what? I'm listening. No, no, go ahead. No, it's you're good, good. Go, run with it. No, that's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Am I too on fire? No, no. I can't get an edge a word in edgewise. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for watching. Uh, we we appreciate it. Please uh, give us a share. Jeez, I've hit a wall. What happened? I just had oh an. Oh my uh, gosh! Hold on. Let me finish my espresso. Did you have your shake? I did, it has and uh, it's. It has oh, green I'm so. Why all of a sudden so tired? I don't know. Anyway, the world is uh, losing its mind. Uh, it's still. It's still. Uh, you know, when this whole coronavirus thing started, it was the only thing that dominated the headlines. Mm-hmm. Even under other news that was happening, yeah. you, you just didn't hear about it because it was oh this pandemic this pandemic now that we're obviously out of it apparently the virus is over i didn't get the memo but seems everybody knows more than the experts it's just business as usual anyway whatever i'm not going to get into that we'll just see whatever sarcasm sarcasm whatever we'll just see what happens and but apparently it's over anyway so now though are yeah. you finding that you're reading people Jeez. saying that? No, I want you to explain <laughs> that, though. What do you mean, find people are saying that? Like, well, yeah, just look outside. It's it's business as usual. Like I mean, everybody's it's, busy and yeah, it's it's there's people everywhere. There's traffic. It's and I, it's funny when people go out and they they complain like there's people everywhere. Look at these. It's like well, you're out. Everyone's thinking the same thing. So um, I mean, you do have to go out for certain things, but I guess it's over. They say, nobody says, but people are just fed up and they're just going to go and do their own thing. So whatevs, McGevs. But now the point I was getting to is at first it was all Corona news all the time. And now it's kind of a byproduct of that is that we're getting just these stories of hate. So many people... You could go down a wormhole on YouTube of mm-hmm. of people fighting over masks. It's such really? it's become such a political a political uh, a, a statement now. If you wear a mask, I talked about this the other day. You're you're uh, fearing liberal sheeple robot zombie slave. They actually equate it to slavery. It was, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Wear a mask temporarily so we can do our best to try to figure out if this, if we can at least reduce the risk. No, slaves. And then if you don't wear a mask, you're some sort of freedom fighter stepping up for your, standing up for your rights. It's insane. But now, so all these stories are coming, just people are on edge. And you probably saw the story over the weekend. I was going to talk about it yesterday. But the show, we're towards the end of the show, and I was like, ugh, I don't want to get into it. And I'm kind of glad I did be, didn't, because there's been some some developments. But we've all seen she's been dubbed Karen. Karen is the new, uh, yeah, is the new like. Uh, I want to talk to your manager. <laughs> uh, name. I feel bad for any cool Karens out there because it's the 2020 or two. I think it started last year. 
term for just being a royal bitch, like a <laughs> self-entitled royal complaining bitch. I laugh because what about poor Karens out there that are nice? Yeah, that's what I just said. Hello? Yeah. Mm. I know. It's funny. I'm like, cool Karens out there are... I didn't mean to... That sounded hostile. Oh, that's okay. No, I didn't mean that at all so in a hostile way. such a Karen. <laughs> Boom. And that's why you're one of the best in the biz. Mm-hmm. Quick feet. Magoot, we mm. call you. Anyway, so this woman in Central Park, this complete psychotic bitch, and I'm not going to mince words, that's exactly what she is. A horrible, hatred-filled, piece of garbage, dipshit, bitch human. If you didn't see the uh, the story yet, she's in... So what happened is she's in Central Park, and this... A black gentleman is also in Central Park. He's a bird watcher. He's just he's, he's there watching. He's a big time nerd, self described nerd. And his sister, I'm not inventing this. His sister is the one that tweeted out this video originally. Her brother's just a, a an avid birder, and goes to Central Park to bird watch. And he's in there, and he sees this woman without with her dog that's off leash. So he asks her to to I mean the the we can only presume because the video starts uh, when it looks like right after he asked her to to put her and she's yards I mean she's pretty far away from him and he asks her to put the dog on the leash because and I agree with him I mean put it on a leash if especially when it's the rules of the park keep dogs on leash. Just put your dog on a leash. You never dogs can be they're great and I love them, but you know, you know, they can run after things. Just keep your dogs on a leash in public places. Hello? Yes, I agree oh. 100%. No, you're I'm not just talking. letting you get your thought out because and I've been so uh, on fire this morning. <laughs> no, but I I uh, I, <laughs> I mean agree. that in a good way. I agree 1000%. We live in an area where there's some dogs off the leash and even though I love the dogs and I love the people that have the dogs, but it bothers me that the dog just roams free because then it's, you know, crapping on your lawn. It's also uh, doing all kinds of stuff, like yeah. whatever, scaring other animals, scaring children. Yeah, there's a People million have, reasons. Yeah, and I agree with you. And especially uh, in a place like Central Park, just keep your dog on totally. a leash. So anyway, this royal, you know, is... Uh, Karen. She's there. Yeah, this royal Karen... Uh, Is there dog off leash? So this black man asks her to put her bro- the dog on the leash. She reacts hostile in a hostile way. So he starts recording her. And at first, when I saw this, I'm like, "Well, it's kind of annoying that he's recording her." But now I I get it. I mean, um, you know, the, the, uh, here here's the video. If you haven't seen it, I mean, it's been everywhere. It's been seen 39 million times. Please stop. Hold on. So they're in Central Park. You can see now. You can see she's actually now at this point putting her leash back on the dog, and he's recording her because he doesn't know what the hell this crazy person's gonna do. Would you please stop, sir? I'm asking you to stop. Please don't come close to me, sir. I'm asking you to stop recording me. Please don't come close to me. Please take your phone off. Please don't come close to me. I'm taking pictures, calling the cops. Please, please call the cops. Please call the cops. I'm gonna tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. First of all, right there, 
it just shows her whole motive when she says, I'm going to say an African-American man is threatening my life. She's using that. She's playing that car. She knows exactly, card, she knows exactly what she's doing. And she's even letting him know, like, okay, all right, don't back away. Fine, I'm calling the cops and I'm going to tell them a black man is threatening my life. Uh, uh, uh. That's so loaded because she knows exactly what she's doing. And she's letting him know, by the way, I'm telling you, and you know this is not good if I call the cops and tell yeah. them a black man is threatening my life. But I'm going to do it, even though he clearly isn't. She's so far away. And uh, so this is and her that first... poor dog. Look the at the way dog. she's yeah. holding the dog, I, it's uncomfortable for me to watch. I can barely watch it. I know. In addition to everything else, which is not even obviously as bad. As, yeah. Go Please ahead. tell them whatever you like. Yeah, poor dog. Oh my god. Oh, Look, she's dragging him by the neck. Oh, I don't I don't like her. Oh, this is really upsetting. I'm sorry, I'm in the ramble and there is a man, African American, he has a bicycle helmet. He is recording me and threatening me and my dog. It wasn't enough that she said there's a man. It, her her motive here could not be more clear. There's a man here, African American. Wearing a bike bike helmet, so she's given a description. There is an African American man. I am in second. Doubles down, repeats it. He is recording me, threatening myself and my dog. Aww. Dog. I'm sorry, I can't hear you either. I'm being threatened by a man in the ramble. Please send the cops. What a psychotic bitch! Like, like she made it seem go- like something was. I'm happen. sorry. Yeah. I, I, can't hear you either. He's threatening my life. What? Uh, uh, I'm so glad he uh, filmed this. Send the police immediately. Yeah, like he's not even yeah doing anything. Yeah. What if? What if he didn't record her? You know, and then. I mean, people lose their lives, and there's a there's a new story about that. Um, shit, is it in Minnesota? I don't want to fuck it up. It anyway, is. it's it's uh, so so here she is, and she's got such panic. I mean, she's a great actress. It's Minneapolis, I think. You're yeah, Minneapolis. Of, but I'm going to talk about that in the Daily Dose. And but we so, can talk about it anytime we want. All right, and so she's um, she's got such rage and panic. Like she doesn't know. She's just she's she's on the verge of angry crying. That's the feeling she's got right now. She, and she's just like, send him. Into the ramble. Please send the cops immediately. Ugh. I'm I... in Central Park in the ramble. <laughs> He's not even saying anything. He's far from her. He's saying, please call the cops. I don't know. Thank you. And he knew exactly that he... he uh, 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 Props to this guy for keeping his cool, and he knew exactly when he was done. He he had everything he needed. He didn't record any longer. Just said thank you and went on with his I'm day. Sorry, I can't hear you either. I'm being threatened by a man in the ramble. Please send the cops immediately. I'm in Central Park in the ramble. I don't know. Thank you. Ugh. What a. Uh... Oh my gosh. And. The the mask hides half of her face. I wish it was there was no mask. Oh no, she the, the people know who she she is. She's been fired from her job. She was no. in, yeah, she's in the insurance industry and her dog was uh, taken away from her. Well, she voluntarily surrendered the dog because she she rescued the dog last year. 
I believe, early 2019 or 2018. And she um, rescued it from this shelter. And when they the it came to their attention, this video, they contacted her and, and she voluntarily surrendered it. She said, take it for now until further investigation. And she was fired from her job. So... Um, Wow. That's 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 been the development since yesterday. Because by the yesterday morning, I was going to mention it, and nothing had happened. It had just gone viral. This video and public outrage. But she's since been fired, and um, and doesn't have her dog anymore. They they didn't. The, that's a misconception. People go, oh, they took her dog away. Well, they they did contact her, but she uh, surrendered it. So she no longer has the dog for the time being and and has lost her job and rightfully so because what a vile piece of shit human i mean this is what i mean about the coronavirus and, and like uh, everything all was we weren't seeing any of these stories even though they're happening all the time mm-hmm. i mean have people forgotten that we're all connected on some level like where's the humanity humanity there's such polarization in the world and it's like if you don't agree with me i hate you and you're the worst piece of scum there's just such what happened to having discussions and seeing humanity in people first and and i don't know it's just so insane to me and i'm so glad she got what she deserves and then some she should be fined on top of that she should be i mean there's endless uh, I have no compassion or sympathy for this person whatsoever. No. Uh, and poor guy. I mean, thank thank God he was recording. Because, I mean, what if he wasn't recording? Some, You know, the police show up. It's her word against his. And, then, I mean, who knows? Uh, who knows what could have happened? He literally could have lost his life. And that's no joke. Because of this psychotic person oh, yeah. uh, wasn't didn't like being told what to do in that moment. Well, it's like it, she was in the wrong. Her dog was off leash. At the end of that call, she sounded like he. She was like, if you didn't see the video, it sounds like he was approaching her with a freaking knife or something. Yes, it sounds like he's right there, and and he's not saying a word. I mean, kudos to this to this uh, to this guy. Just I'm really happy he filmed it because now when people will hear those those kind of stories without any video they'll at least think twice and and so it kind of creates awareness of what what african americans go through in in their regular just everyday life yeah. that we never ever uh, experience <laughs> and that is such a perfect display of white privilege what a oh, i just have nothing positive to say about this person no what comes to mind for me is how how have we not evolved past this at this stage in our lives, in the world? It's 2020. What well, the hell? I mean, no, that's but a whole, why is this still a thing? It will always be a thing. And, and the states, it's so ingrained. It, it it's never it's never gonna change. Never. It's Ugh. never gonna be. There's never gonna be a racism free world. Unfortunately. And so that's just uh, so that's that story. I'm sure if you're watching you or listening, you've heard about it. And so that's the uh, fallout so far. She's lost her job and her dog. Good. Good riddance. Yeah. You piece of garbage human. The other thing that comes to mind is, you know, cell phones have, there's a lot of negative things about them. But this is a very positive thing because he was able to take that video. And if we just all had, you know, flip phones and then video cameras at home, you wouldn't have had your video camera with you. Maybe he would because he was bird watching. But 
Also, social media is so powerful. Mm -hmm. It's crazy how powerful social media is. You never know when something's going to go viral. And this is um, this is a very good instrument for change. Yeah. You know, maybe nothing's ever going to completely change. But I do feel like this, the things like this make things better and less tolerable and more open. And people can see what the fuck is happening. This is like a window into what, like you said earlier, what African-American people have to deal with all the time. Yeah. Visible minorities. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll never know. No. So anyway, that's the uh, Karen and Central Park story. And uh, for any Karens out there, maybe uh, change your name. <laughs> mm-hmm. For all of the cool Karens out there. Well, hopefully, hopefully she, uh, you know, figures out a way to make become a better person mm-hmm. too, out of this. His name is Christian Cooper. And her name was uh, Amy Cooper. No relation, obviously. The two people? Yeah. Weird. I know. What are the odds of that? But he's a Harvard graduate and a formal, uh, a formal, a Harvard graduate and a former Marvel Comics editor and now senior biomedical editor at Health Science Communications. And she was, um, yeah, like when you see his picture, it actually, it like uh, seeing him, uh, it, it actually uh, almost brings me to tears. Like, well, this is, um, this is him. And that's it. Uh, to his right, our left is his sister, who originally uh, posted the um, the thing. But what a vile human! We just—I uh, don't know. We, 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 yeah. Do you want to do the thing? There's the oh yeah. There's the picture. Aww. All right. Yeah. 7.39, we're live on Facebook, uh, as as we are every day, Monday to Friday at 7 a.m. Very low energy all of a sudden. I wish, <laughs> had we started the show at 6.30, it would have been perfect. Oh my gosh. But by 7, I'm, I was exhausted again. Well, I mean, you wake up at 3.30, that's yes. what happens. Yas queen. Yas queen. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> so gross. I realized too off the top of the show and one of the one of the bumpers. I have to change that. I didn't realize because I don't really ever listen to the, uh, you know. Hey, this is such and such. This and in the Ron Vaudry one, we drop a nasty word. I was like, oh my god, that's in there every episode. Did oh. you ever notice that? No. Oh yeah. <coughs> the c word is buried in there, but you can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> buried. Uh, and opening the show, so any new fans are like, uh, what? Are you going to uh, change it? Uh, I say that, but maybe not. Fix it up. Well, daily Dose, Daily Dose, get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose, Daily Dose, all your news from coast to all coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Graham. <laughs> wow. You couldn't have done that during the jingle? <sighs> you do the Daily Dose and I'm going to nap. No, 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 no. So, no, 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 nap. No, 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 no,
New Brunswick confirms one new case of the novel coronavirus on Tuesday, bringing the total number yes. of cases to 122. <laughs> Why is that so my... weird. I know. Uh, just, I just, well, because they're such on their high horse. I mean, I, I love New Brunswick. It's my province, and I'm, uh, you know, all of my friends and family are there. But they've been... Uh, for four weeks now, they're like, um, this whole thing is exaggerated, and it's like, uh, it's so frustrating because it's... And I get it. If it doesn't affect you, and you're so far removed, and you're tucked there in New Brunswick, and everything's open again, and and uh, it's... I wanted to tweet this the other day. It's like... Uh, People three weeks ago were all in this together. Together we'll get through this. And people now, yes, we live in the best province. We did everything the best. Uh, we're number one. It's like, what happened to all of us being in this together? I know. Anyway, but and I understand when it's not close to you, but I get in fights with friends because they're like, this whole thing is insane. I'm starting to think it's a scam. If there's a vaccine, I'm not taking it because this is ridiculous. So uh, I hope this this person recovers this case, but... Well, let me tell you about it. The new case, which is under investigation, is an individual above the age of 90 in the Cam... Oh, shit. No, I take that No, 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 just wait. The Campbellton region, according to the province, to date, 22,920 tests have been conducted in New Brunswick. The number of active cases is two, and 120 people have recovered from their illness. None of the active cases are in hospital. Every New Brunswicker should, should remain vigilant said Dr. Jennifer Russell, they chief, won't. chief medical officer of health, in a press release. Please continue to limit your close contacts to prevent the chance of spreading the virus, especially to those who are more vulnerable to complications of COVID-19. Although community transmission has not been confirmed, it is important to be aware that it remains a possibility. Like, don't get cocky, New Brunswick. It's out. No, they are, it's already all open. It's business. I get FaceTimes from friends that are at parties. It's over there in their minds. It, hey, they s- will not go back to locking down. I see David McKay is watching, and if you feel, what up, if you feel compelled to comment, I know you're in New Brunswick. So, what are your feelings on that, David? Because uh, uh, we've I don't know if you've just just joined, but Jules was just saying a lot of friends uh, in New Brunswick are kind of like feeling like it's over like they don't not only that it's over that the whole thing was kind of a hoax because it didn't really do much there right i'm still having the conversation with friends that it's just like the flu still three months after when that that comparison ended and was shot dead long ago Anyway, I hope this, this patient that, recovers, obviously. I'm, I, I, I don't mean to be insensitive. Keep in mind, I'm a comedian, and sometimes I just say things. Whatever. Go ahead. And not only that, they're also making you, like, try to... Some some people are making you feel... Trying to make you feel like you're crazy. For I know. Thinking that, yeah. So, New Brunswick is currently in phase three of the COVID-19 recovery, which allows businesses like gyms and hair salons to open. There's 86,636 confirmed Canadian cases. There are 6,639 deaths. And there's 45,352 who have recovered. David McKay says, yeah, everyone here thinks it's over. No masks, no social distance, and no concern. It's going to come back. Yeah, exactly. And and that's, uh, I mean, I get in fights. Let me rephrase that. He said no 
and no concern it's going to come back. Oh, no concern it's going to come back. He's not saying no concern, period, it's going to come back. But you can read it either way. I mean, if people act like that. Exactly. Yeah, I know. The, uh, so so it's like banging your head against a wall and uh, they're like, trust it. I mean, look around. The mall's open, everything. It's fine. This has been all exaggerated. I'm not going to get the vaccine. And I'm just like, oh. Because, uh, uh, anyway. Well, I mean, when there's not, I mean, when there's only two active cases in the whole province, I can see why people think that. But the only way that that's going to stay the same is if, they, you know, for the next little while, just be extra cautious just in case, you know? Like, yeah. that's all they know about. There could be other cases, you know? There could be other people that have it lurking about. And, and, and also, uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of factors that go into into uh, the, the, the good results. I mean, people pat themselves on the backs like we've we've done this really well. I mean, it's really it's like yeah, but you're also seven hundred thousand people in the in a province the size of Germany. Shout out to Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just all woods. I mean, there's so much more yeah. space, and it's not you know. Anyway, yes. it's yes. it's the, there's a, a bunch of factors that go into it. Lots of factors. Like it's not a. It's not just like oh, for the right, catch up everybody. We did it right, and we're yeah. it, those those are the two sentiments I get from from there. It's. Mm-hmm. We did such an amazing job. It's like, well, the rest of us have been doing the same thing, and or none of this is real, and it's or or it's very much exaggerated. And all right, this has gone on too long. Reopen things, reopen things there, sure. But I mean, it's very much still a real thing everywhere else. Yeah, go ahead. Jen. And when you start to feel like it's over, you start acting like it's over. Well, and- people, that I was saying this the other day. You can't reopen in phases. People don't. Don't do that. People, people just hear reopen or, or, because even outside of New Brunswick, everywhere else, it seems like the virus is over. Yeah. Even though it's not, it's not, it's not over. It's not over. I mean, uh, whatever. <coughs> There's also uh, is PM watching. I wonder what he thinks. Yeah. Uh, how how yeah, it is. He uh, is. Watching. How's um, it in uh, the north part of the province? I mean, they're closer to Quebec. And what's funny about the cases in Camelton, obviously this one was unrelated because she was over 90, but some Quebecers, about 400 of them, I think, I don't want to get that number wrong, so don't quote me, stormed one of the bridges there in protest. Uh, a lot of people were not wearing masks and stuff, and then there was a case in Camelton shortly thereafter, a day or two after. It's funny that you asked about PM because as you asked that, I'm not even joking. He commented and he said, only thing we did right is close the province border. All yes, the, I agree. All the rest is dumb luck. Uh, well said. That's exactly the closing of the border is, is necessary and good job. But yeah, it's it ends there. Everything else, you couldn't have said it better, is luck. But people are like, I see it all the time on my Facebook. Most of my Facebook friends are from New Brunswick and it's like, they're showing graphs, and this is how this is how better we are than Maine. This is what we've done. Like we're other provinces could learn from us. It's like it, there there isn't that much. Like the difference in numbers in cases versus the rest, uh, there wasn't that much done different. You know what I mean? Like the gap mm. between the numbers isn't the, the and the gap between the actions you guys took is not proportionate. It's just which shows that it's luck. Yeah. Like. Maybe a couple people were diligent, but for the most part, even throughout the whole thing, a lot of my friends were kind of not that 
diligent. I mean, you were forced to lock down, but they were still having people over and stuff. It's like, you weren't that careful. It was a lot of luck. So, you know, it's yeah. all good. We're all just, what happened to all of us are in this together? Well, it's funny because Moncton, I love going to Moncton Airport because it's so cute. It's never busy. The security people are so friendly. Because, I love it there. Because there's, it's such a slow pace and like they're, they're excited that you're coming in so that they can have something to do. Well, hello. You know, so nice. Oh, I thought you were reading a comment all of a sudden. Like, no. Oh, look who it is. That's my impression of somebody working in uh, security. Whereas you go to a city like Toronto or Vancouver, Montreal, it's so busy that, you know, you can see why there's more cases there, not just because it's more densely populated, but it's also a place that a lot of people go, go yeah, the all the airports time. airports are a big yeah. factor. Yeah. You're right. I mean, yeah. and, uh, but anyway, obviously I love New Brunswick and New Brunswickers. It's all my friends and family. I'm just tired of them. Of, the of, of reading that it's like, okay, time. All right. We, we, this has gone on long enough. Stop exaggerating government. Let's get back to, it's like, yeah, but it's everywhere else. I know. Everywhere well, else. Literally in Quebec, between Saturday and Sunday this week, there's 44 new deaths and 548 new cases. That's far from over. Yeah, I saw someone comment that from from the East Coast, specifically New Brunswick, that there maybe there won't be a uh, what do you call it um, a second uh, wave. Yeah, a second I wave. Know. Even though throughout, that's pretty cocky considering that throughout history <clears throat> during a pandemic, there's never not been a second wave yeah. ever. So anyway, I I would love that. I mean, I would love to be hopeful and imagine that. But and I've heard the argument that well, we've also never locked down during a pandemic, so maybe there won't be second wave. But mm-hmm. I think because of the lockdown, there will be a second wave because once everybody opens up, that it'll be even worse than if if I read too uh, that um, and I really read it wasn't watched or listened <laughs> that. Uh, South Korea has had a spike in cases in the last 24 hours, their biggest spike in 40 days. Mm. I mean, that also, the headlines, it's like, oh, shit, biggest spike. It's 40 new cases, which it's not nothing, but it's not like hundreds or whatever. What do you think? I wonder what, like, my hope has always been, well, at least there's going to be a vaccine. And then some people have said, yeah, well, hopefully, who knows if there will be one? Will they be able to create one? I think I just so. Assume the whole time that we'd be able to do that. I'm pretty sure there, there, there will. I hear more people talking about that they will not take a vaccine because of conspiracy theories over it not ever existing. I think it'll. I think there'll be a vaccine. There's, they're working on it nonstop. Mm. I wonder what it will be like when you get the vaccine. Probably like, a needle that goes through your skin into muscle tissue and a no, little prick. No, I mean, I what? Uh, well, how are you going to feel afterwards? Like when we got that that h1n1 shot remember mm-hmm. Oof, that hurt i don't remember i remember getting it i don't remember any of the uh effects of yeah, it. it hurt yeah so i mean maybe that's why we're buying into this shit because we're government shills mm. i don't think i'm using that word right but uh <laughs> we're run by the government since 2010 since we got the h1n1 vaccine oh man i can't wait until this pandemic is over i know hard but at least you uh, said pandemic wrong mm, i forgot the no the l is silent oh get it let me know when you're ready for me to continue because i'm very low battery on my laptop because i'm really professional oh snap no i'm gonna come up with a routine where i i don't usually have a system where i charge my laptop constantly 
And uh, I'm at 3%, so I close it in between oh. stories. Oh, That's yeah, what I've go had ahead. Okay. And? You can interrupt any time. You know, I only tease when I'm like, wow, on fire, and I can't get an edge, a word in edge. I'm totally, well, totally joking. I hear you. Okay. So there's also concerns Whoa. about um, Canadians who were hoping to pass through New Brunswick to go to PEI. Yeah, they had summer homes. Yeah. That there was maybe a possibility. Is that not a thing anymore? They're working on it, but obviously, you know, it's such a hard thing because when we've been to PI, it's so beautiful there. They rely so much on that people coming there in the summer. It's so nice there in the summer. Mm-hmm. So they're they're figuring that out. They don't know what they're going to do about that. So well, there'll thought, be more details later this week. I thought the Premier Blaine Higgs in New Brunswick allowed, if you're like coming in through Quebec or something like that, and if you prove you can prove you have a cottage or a second home in PEI, you can drive through, which I get. But what if you stop? What if you have coronavirus? You're from Quebec and you stop for gas. That's it. Uh, like I mean, that's it. It gets it's, tricky. It's it's tricky. Again, it's that people fall into that thing where they feel like we'll be careful, like we'll see it, we'll be able to. Uh, you can't see this thing. Anyway, this thing because it doesn't exist. <laughs> What's going on with your voice? <laughs> I don't know. That was so weird. Okay, I'm going to fire through this because I'm at 2%. Mm. Four Minneapolis officers involved in the arrest of a black man who died in police custody were fired Tuesday, hours after bystanders' video, again, the power of the cell phone and social media, provoked widespread outrage with footage that showed the man pleading that he could not breathe as a white officer knelt on his neck. I can't believe this happened again. This happened... Uh, I don't want to get the facts wrong. I think it was like three, four years ago in Staten Island, maybe. I th- Eric Gardner, same same thing. A cop was down. He, he was saying he couldn't breathe for, for four or five minutes until the guy died. I cannot believe it happened like again. Like five minutes, the officer had his knee, knee on the neck. This these, these stories are beyond sad. Beyond, I know. It's, and, and you you feel so frustrated because you can't do anything about it. Then the cops get fired, and then they go to court. They they won't get any charges. You'll see. I mean, they rarely ever do. And it's the worst because all these people are just watching, and the the man, the poor man who's being strangled by the officer's knee, is crying out for help, and all these people can't do anything because an officer and they're who saying, is human, who's screwed up, who's being evil, is doing that just because he's a police officer, and these other humans that are sitting there knowing it's wrong can't do anything. That there's something very flawed about that. I know, and they're, and they're telling him like he can't breathe, he's not even resisting, and all this, and all oh, of a sudden. He goes motionless, and uh, do you know it's so yeah? Go heartbreaking toward when he was just about to pass away that he called for his mother. (sighs) Yeah, like it's what is happening in the world that that can happen? That's insane. Yeah. Anyways, I can't even handle that shit. It's like. I know. It's beyond infuriating. And by the way, if you're one of these all people matter lives, go fuck yourself. It's it's not about that. It's 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 absolutely not about that. It's Black Lives Matter. And if you're tweeting all because I saw that was trending, all lives matter. Oh. You don't get it. <clears throat> I, know, I was th- trying to that's find like men saying, Oh, women's rights. What about men's rights? It's like I think it's you're exactly okay. like that. I think you're okay. It, it's <sighs> 
it's maddening. beyond maddening. Yeah, I saw that All Lives Matter was trending, so I, I was looking at it on Twitter. And most people were like, if you're an All Lives Matter person, you're a dipshit sort of thing. But um, yeah, it, it's... I can't even talk about this stuff. Like, I'll cry on, on, on the podcast. I'm about to cry on, on I know. Facebook. It's actually heart, heart-wrenching. But... um. And I, th- I debated whether to talk about it, but it is in the news. It's something that is uh, two stories that are, you know, very similar. And when things come together like that, you know, they can really... All, all, these, all these platforms for talking about it is important because it's yeah. bringing it, you know, I'm, I'm, and it's also honoring that man who was a victim of this and, and ended up dying because of it. We're honoring his life by talking about him. He mattered, you know, he mattered. We're all upset and we're all, I would say that the majority of people in this world wish they could go back in time and save that man. I yeah, know. But meanwhile, all lives matter. It, uh... Yeah, it's heartbreaking. It's like, I uh, yeah, I know you I, I, I was avoiding talking about it too. Um, there's certain stories I just like because it's so it's so heart wrenching. It is. And uh, like that story of the um, Ahmad Arbery in in uh, Georgia that was jogging and shot by those two white pieces of shit, and that third guy that was also charged with murder. Because for did you know that story? Yep. I mean, I was going to talk about it last week, but I can't. I, I, I can never get to it because I'm like, it's too much. Remember when this was a comedy show? I know. <laughs> Shit. Well, it's not. That it's, was too much pressure. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I felt being a comedy show was too much pressure. Now this, I don't know. It's. Yeah. This case in in Georgia, it's it's the Trayvon Martin case all over again, and it's so infuriating. Yeah. Because. These people get up. I mean, they're charged with murder now. We'll see. I mean, they're trying to now paint. Every time this happens and it's the victim is black, they right away start trying to paint him as a criminal. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was in a constru- construction site, empty construction site before. So what? He didn't take anything. There's cameras. He went, explored. But young people, you, you do shit all the time like that. It doesn't matter. You're going to tell me he needed to be shot and killed for that? This guy is jogging, and these two white assholes go after him. And they said that this, because there was a string of robberies in the neighborhood, and they were investigating. Turns out there were no robberies reported in that neighborhood for months and months. Anyway, oh, it's man. just so infuriating. And to see people come to the these people's defense, because maybe this guy was up to no good, and he wasn't. He was literally just jogging. So even if there were robberies, when when was that justifiable for just shooting someone? It's it's not, and it's even if there were. I saw the video, and I really wish I could unsee it. Also, isn't everybody innocent before? Apparently uh, not. Apparently not in the south. Uh, anyway, it's like all this stuff is too much. It's too yeah. much to handle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, I, I that's think it's why I time just, for some good news. What that's why I want to, uh, when I said too much to handle, it reminded me of my favorite thing. Too hot to handle? Yes. My favorite thing to come out in years. That's why I love that shit. Maybe subconsciously, it's just an escape from it, uh, everything. It's the ultimate escapism. There's no emotion. You just kind of sit there and watch it. It's garbage TV, but hell, it's a lot better than what we're talking about now. 
So tune out and go watch Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> go ahead. Laptop because during that whole time, but I do remember the good news stories. Okay, I just wanted to say the too hot to handle. I was going to say if if you want some distraction from the terrible things happening in the news, you could follow Francesca from Too Hot to Handle and learn in her Instagram story how to apply eyeliner like she does. I love that. It's so it's light. <laughs> it's it's. I mean, uh, that invokes a different visceral reaction, but. Um, that sometimes isn't positive. Like, ah, oh, come on, nobody. Wa-. But I like it. It's just <laughs> mindless fun, and God bless Francesca. Yeah. <laughs> God bless Francesca. Uh, why don't actually? Uh, can we take a break within the daily dose and go to the comments, and then that way I can get all sure. the facts right about the good news. Sure. Just while it charges, and I'll never uh, let my thing go, thingy thing thing go too low. Um. Here we go. So Doug says, well, that was all of the depressing stuff about the dog. PM says, um, again, if everybody had a mask at the beginning of all of this, we might never been locked down. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about the freedom of not wearing a simple piece of cloth that could save, could have saved us way more Way totally more freedom loss mask still going strong even if i'm alone in my car since i do errands twice a week with more than one stop yeah i mean i agree and it's like people uh have vilified the masks for some reason as a loss of freedom i was like that <clears throat> that idiot that uh, we so we shared last week costco. the guy in costco is like i woke up in a free country it's like well it's not it's not like okay forever from now on you have to wear masks or you get a fine. It's like it's recommended to help reduce the spread of this thing. Not permanently, it's a temporary thing. We're all kind of everyone's kind of guessing and on how to uh, reduce the spread and do our best to get the hell out of this thing and that's one thing that's been proven to reduce the the spread of this thing. It doesn't prevent it it doesn't completely make you invincible to it. It just reduces reduces you, it. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I was out uh, <coughs> yesterday and I was thinking, even though they say that it helps mostly to prevent spreading it, it does really feel like it does something to protect yeah. you. Something. I mean, there's a piece. There's something on your face blocking some stuff. I mean, I'm sure it does something. Um, did you say that PM is in New Brunswick or yep. Nova Scotia? New Brunswick. Okay, so PM, if you're in New Brunswick and you're still watching, so if everybody thinks that it's over there or, and you're wearing your mask, do you find that people are like looking at you like, why are you wearing a mask? I'm oh, I bet, curious. I bet, I bet you do, because people, people are people uh, are annoying. Yeah, I was gonna go harsher, but I just went with annoying. Mm-hmm. Melanie says. Trump has fired up racist thoughts in the states. Very sad. Mm-hmm. Doug says still yep. bad in southern states and pro- apparently New York. Yeah, it, Melanie's right. Like he didn't create racists. I mean, the, the people were racist before, and, and they will be after Trump. And but he just seemed to ha- he's made it okay for racists to be to express themselves. Mm. Whereas before, racists may have been a little more behind closed doors and whatever. Now, 
kind of like, well, the president, uh, you know, thinks exactly. there's good people on the Nazi side. So, uh, yeah, she's right. I mean, <clears throat> he didn't create it by any means, but he, he definitely made people come out of the woodwork and be a little more vocal with their racism, whereas, like I said before, they would have kept that shit to themselves or just amongst other racists. But now, yeah, it's such a divided, divided country. Because because when Obama was president, a lot of the racists were out too. I mean, uh, the shit that was being said about him. <clears throat> so it kind of started in the Obama uh, years, not by any of his doing, just by him being half black. Mm-hmm. Uh, David says, yep, I wear my mask every time I go out and I definitely get eye rolls. Like how? Uh. I know. And, you know, I'm thinking of David with his two little kids imagine you have two little kids that you want to protect at home too you're getting eye rolls i mean why not just let people why not just let people wear their masks why you have to why do you have to express anything like just let people do their thing who gives a shit if someone thinks it helps and they want to do their part let them wear the fucking mask and shut your mouth i know I don't understand. I'm I'm struggling to understand where this is coming from. Moni- I don't. Monique says I wear a mask when I have to go out. Good. And, and also noticed many others are wearing them. Wow. That's, oh, that's good. That's actually great. I I'm surprised. Then I am surprised because even here in Quebec, I mean, I went to the grocery store here the other day, and a lot of people were not wearing masks. When I was out yesterday, I would say, <clears throat> I would say about more than half were wearing masks. I would say probably about 65-70% of people were wearing masks. That's pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, I, good on good on people. I mean, just do it. I mean, what the hell it's is the so, big issue? I I wanted to say also I can see a lot of people wearing them less during the summer cuz it was so hot yesterday. I think it was like 32, really humid in the garden center wearing the mask. It was it was very hard to to breathe it was very hot under there so i can see a lot of people like and that's the thing nobody wants to wear a mask nobody's like sweet finally they're making they're suggesting we wear a mask nobody wants to it's just people are doing their best to hopefully get out of this sooner than later because people are out of work yep and and come on yeah exactly (sighs) i think about it i think about the really i think about the protect like this you have to be selfless to wear a mask and you can't care what other people think about you if they disagree with you. Because let's put it this way. What's the harm in wearing the mask? You're you're giving up your rights, you slave. Oh, so dumb. Uh, and it's the fact that the people that don't wear masks act like big heroes. Yeah. It's That also drives me nuts. Oh, this whole sickening. thing of like, yeah, yeah you do you. I've This is just who I... This is just the kind of person I am. I won't roll over. I'm just... You know, well, it's my bad, I guess. I'm just one of these people that will not... I just have a problem with authority. Well, then just stay home, and I don't want to see your face. The other reason I always bring it, too, is because I, <clears throat> I've under, I've heard that stores are going to start implementing it as a... Like, like that video we saw with Costco, mm-hmm. making it mandatory. So I don't want to drive all the way over there. I don't even want to go out. But when I do go out, I want to be able to at least enter the store if I've gone to the trouble of going somewhere. Um just from that point of view, it's a smart point of view. Yeah. Uh, shifting gears here, Shane says, love those moves, Jules, during your <laughs> daily dose. Shane uh, Ogden? No, Shane oh. uh, Monahan. Oh, yeah, Shane. Lee says, don't pull a muscle, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I almost I wish, threw up. <laughs> I wish I'd seen it. Where were you? 
Um, well, because it's delayed, I was fall focused oh, on my daily dose. I'm going to daily dose dance. Hey, it's alliteration. Doug says, great finish to the daily dose dance today. Oh, I guess you had a good finish. Did you have a new finishing Yeah, I, move? I went. Usually I do just do the head and neck thing, but uh, <clears throat> today I freestyled. I <laughs> freestyled. You're so serious about it. I wanted to, it was more of an interpretive dance of how I feel about the state of the world today. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Doug says, love the East Coast. So do I. I want to yeah, live, yeah, I I mean, live there one day. I kind of bust the East Coast's balls a little bit. But uh, obviously, it's one of my actually not one of my favorite places. My favorite place in the world is in uh, Skidook. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the best. It is, and um, I love the people and I love everything. I'm just annoyed with the uh, high horse. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, oh, maybe that's why they haven't caught the coronavirus because they're up high on yeah, the horse. So high, yeah, so They're so far away from everyone. Well, animals high, high can up. get it too, I guess. So check your horse. Get your horse tested. <laughs> Uh, Shane also <coughs> says third guy, and I don't know what that refers to. Third guy. Oh yeah, it refers to the uh, the Georgia the Georgia shooting. Yes, Shane, if you're still watching, there were so the McMichaels was the father and son that actually um, hunted and killed this guy, and the third guy was charged for murder. The guy that was videotaping, and at first people were like, "Why is he charged with murder? All he did was videotape." No, he was actually in on it. Uh, he actively pursued this guy with the McMichaels. He he was in contact with them, letting them know here where he he the, where where um where Ahmad was, and he tried to block him a couple times with his truck while he was um while he while while Ahmad was uh, jogging. So he was uh, just as much part of it as the other two guys. He he he's a co-conspirator in the murder actively he just um, but people thought initially he was just the video just some innocent bystander watching and video no he was actually he he was uh, in cahoots they were planning it they were uh, talking communicating through the whole thing they hunted down this this man and um, I have to say though murdered him in the street even if he wasn't a co-conspirator if he was filming it and not calling 911 he should be charged with something. Totally. Maybe not murder, but he is charged with murder in this case. But yeah, if he was just wa- like taping and not calling yeah. 911, absolutely. That's, uh, well, in Seinfeld, the Good Samaritan yeah, Law. Exactly. I don't, I, I don't I know if that's that. a, But uh, no, he did He did a lot more than that. I mean, because mm. at first when it was came out that he was also charged with murder, people were like, he was just videotaping. What, you can't video? It's like, uh, if people were... And and I would get it if you're just taping and not intervening. If someone's got a shotgun, you're not, and you're, and another guy's got a nine millimeter, you're not gonna jump in. But no, he was um, charged for murder last week. Good. Good. I Good. hope all three of them rot in prison forever. I know. I really do. Yeah. I really, really do. Yeah. Ditto. Silka says we wear a mask in public in Germany. So how's Germany go. doing? I wonder. How yeah, are the? Na- go ahead. Go no ask. No, go. Were you going to ask how Germany's doing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, how's Germany doing? Yeah, how is Germany doing? No, but I thought you were going to say like, <laughs> my hype person. <laughs> I'm here for you. Monique says they are mandatory in Moncton, Costco. Yes, Cos- Costco. Uh, I think Costco in Canada and in the States, they've made it... Um, I think I saw people at Costco yesterday with no mask on. Sons of bitches. But I could be wrong. I I don't know. I don't know. We should call this uh, 
the negative hour. The or, negative hour. Or I'm not sure, I think. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not We're not, sure. not sure, but we think it's negative. <laughs> I'm going to go, and speaking of that, I'm going to go get the Daily Dose, finish it off with some good news. Positivity. That's right. Ending I mean, on a high note. I want to get high, so high. <clears throat> yeah, it is. Uh, we've been uh, negative, I guess, today. But it's just because we're reporting on things happening in the world. I don't know. It's You just kind of throw your hands up and go... Uh, I, sometimes I just want to shut everything off and and resign from it all. But it's the world we live in and you just have to... Uh, if you even have the slightest desire to be informed, this is the shit that's happening. Can't, oh, here's a... Here's a, here's a I'm back. Anytime. Okay, oh, go ahead. Do you want me to finish it off? Yeah, finish it off. Okay. A 32-year-old hairstylist was left crying tears of joy after a walk-in customer surprised her and her co-workers with a hefty tip for their services. Ilzia Novotny, a stylist <laughs> at Floyd's Barbershop at the University of Denver, has been struggling to make ends meet since the salon closed amidst the novel coronavirus lockdowns two months ago. Although her regular customers had been sending her Venmo payments, which is a kind of like a PayPal in the U.S., to support her during the closures, the single mother had been forced to negotiate special arrangements for the rent and utility bills of her home in Aurora, Colorado. Since the barbershop recently reopened to the public with strict sanitary and social distancing guidelines in place, she was able to return to work earlier this month. She had just been finishing up a busy Saturday shift last week when a man walked in for a haircut. As she trimmed his hair, they chatted about baseball, Colorado, and the difficulties of making it through the quarantine. After she finished the job and started sweeping up the floors, the man settled his bill with the receptionist. Before he left the store, he made a puzzling parting comment. He said, just so you know, it's not a mistake. Later, minutes later, the salon's tearful receptionist ran over to her station and told her that the man had tipped her $2,500. Not only that, he had given $500 to the receptionist, 1000 to the general manager, and 1800 to be divided amongst the shop's 18 wow. employees. Altogether, he left 5800 in tips. Unbelievable. That's great. I cried that not... Navotny told the Denver Post, I'm a single mother. It's been rough the last few months, not knowing what's going to happen, not knowing when we will reopen and I can get back to work. That's a good story. Isn't that great? I would, if I was a multimillionaire, I would do that that shit all the time. You almost could just do that. Like, if you think about it, if you're a million, if you had even less than a million, one day you could just go out and do that to make one person's life really special. Like, even a $500 tip would be like extraordinary. Totally. That's true. Um, I've even done this, and I highly recommend it, and it feels so nice to do this. When you're in the Starbucks drive through, say, here's like $5 toward the next person's order. Mm-hmm. Or their latte, ten dollars, whatever, because it's expensive there. Um, yeah, it's really, really nice to do that. Excuse me. Was that boring? No, Zayan, I'm just so tired. Speaking of coffee, how much coffee have you had today? Well, how many shots of espresso was in that latte you made? Two. So three shots of espresso. Okay. And you had a Greens Plus Energy. Oof. Maybe you need a nap. Here's the last good news story uh, for today. 
Belgian a Belgian man has managed to strike up a friendship with an unlikely new family living outside its window. This is a really cute story. To surprise, he came home one day to find a huge Eurasian eagle owl taking flight from his balcony. When he went outside to his balcony, he looked a little closer and he was surprised to find three fluffy baby owls in his planter. <laughs> no way. I wish that would happen here. I know. I love that. So Eurasian eagle owls hold the Guinness World Record for being the largest owl in wow. the world with a wingspan of 1.5 meters, roughly five feet. The three baby owl. Think of how big that is. The three baby owls in this guy's planter are expected to reach full maturity after four months of nesting, but until then, they have found a, a lot of entertainment in watching TV with this guy who who lives there. In an interview with the Dutch television show Vjorge Vogels, uh, Bart says that the chicks will often watch his TV from the windows for uh, hours at a time. Although the mother is still relatively wary of Bart, the chicks have been more than happy to spend their afternoons around their human neighbor. I love that. That's so cute. And I wonder if he's like living on his own, self-isolating, you know? Like, how nice is that? Remember <sighs> remember when we were uh, doing a cleanse and we yeah. found Gingy, mm-hmm. who is now my mom's cat? That was like one of those things that we were both miserable off caffeine, off, caffeine, off booze, off sugar, off everything. Dairy and gluten and dairy everything. Dose. We dairy were, dose. We were off the dairy dose. We didn't have a dose for a couple <laughs> weeks. And uh, we found a kitten, and I was like, "Oh, excuse me." It was a nice distraction. Yeah. From, I mean, that would cheer you up. How many people? Uh, wouldn't you love to see three fluffy baby owls outside I, your window? There's nothing I would love more. Yeah. So that is your daily dose for today. Anyway. Daily dose. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. the news and the from Jim Graham. <coughs> oh my God. I've got the littlest tickle in my throat. Tickle, tickle. Uh, Kathy Griffin is back, back in the news. Mm-hmm. Again, because of a tweet with uh, towards <laughs> Trump. Yeah. I don't know if you remember about three years ago, <laughs> she... Uh, she <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? I'm laughing at the delayed dance. Oh, the dance! Oh my gosh! If Ew. you're if you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts and Google Pop, you can you can see. Oh my God! What is happening there? <laughs> you can see the dance on Facebook. Okay, so those... what did she? T- I'm sorry. Jeez, rush me. Okay, okay. What did she tweet? <laughs> Frig, friggity. She uh, well, she got in big time trouble three almost four years ago for. Uh, doing a photo shoot with a decapitated head that was in the likeness of Donald Trump. And uh, now she tweeted because uh, Trump was... um, He was... he made there was a White House event dedicated to dedicated to seniors with uh, diabetes, and he just jokingly asked if he should be on insulin. And so, um, Kathy Griffin tweeted, "Syringe with nothing but air inside would do the trick." Fuck Trump. And then Whoa. she got a reaction, and people were like, "Did you?" And then she. Um, 
She doubled down, noted that a uh, air filled syringe would be fatal, and she said, "Yep, I sure did, fucker." Hashtag Trump lied, people died. Griffin wrote, mm-hmm. uh, "I really like Kathy Griffin. I think she's awesome. She can be annoying, but I don't get why she did this because, uh, well, she, I mean." Did she not learn from her first mistake? And again, I like her. I, I, she's uh, honest and, and outspoken. Kind of annoying sometimes, but whatever. Um, why would she do this again? I don't understand. After she did the Trump photo shoot, she went on all these media outlets to apologize, crying profusely, saying that uh, it, it was as if she went after the mob because now all of her work has dried up. No one will work with her. Um, Trump has silenced her, and, and so she regretted it because it it ruined her life. And here she is again doing the same thing. I understand the, the impulse to do it, but if you've been down that road before and it, quote, ruined your life and you went all over media crying about it, saying that you regret it and... and and it's completely you've lost so much money and your livelihood and no one will book you and you've lost all your gigs why would you do it again kathy maybe she has nothing to lose i think she does because she's like rebuilding 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 and then does it again what is she doing mostly now i don't know in her career i don't know but i just assume she's she's kind of uh like I wonder getting if out of it nothing, slowly. Nothing got better. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't care. Maybe, maybe in the, she. In the grand scheme, maybe she's that angry. I mean, she's maybe she knows someone in her family, or she knows people who have directly been affected by some of the decisions he's made. Sure, but it's not going to change care. anything in your life by threatening the president's life. Not threatening, but hoping that he wishes he was dead publicly. I mean. Kathy, like she could have gotten her point across better by not being so just aggressive. Sometimes, especially, look, if she hadn't done that photo shoot three years ago, it was in 2017, that ruined her life and career. Uh, okay, I would get it. I, I would be like, okay, yeah, she's she's Kathy Griffin. She did this, but she already was, um, yeah, ruined by her last thing, and now she's gonna do it again. Yeah. Uh, which leads me to believe it's for attention. Well, Greg, because, Greg says here it's the only way she can stay relevant I in think the so. media. Terrible way to try and stay relevant, all I, I can say. I agree. I think that's the case. And I don't like to usually guess what people's motivation is, but it seems pretty clear here that she just wants attention and to uh, get be more re- relevant again. And, and uh, I don't understand why the hell she would do this again after it ruined her life. It's just like, shut your mouth, Kathy. And... and and learn from your past mistakes. I mean, no matter how much you detest this human, if it's ruined your life, bite your lip. Lip? Tongue? Tongue. <laughs> That's sexual. Mmm, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> bite your lip. Oh, syringe full of air. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, it's... Anyway. So, uh, whatever. <laughs> Kathy, you messed up, I think. No matter what, mm-hmm. no matter how many people might agree with that sentiment, you screwed up. You, you didn't. You, do you think he's going to go easy on you this time again? I mean, it's only going to probably be worse now because it's your second offense. Whatever. Yeah, and it's so like um, aggressive. No matter how much you don't like someone, threatening them like that is just never a good. Like it's never good. 
It's never good. And I don't know. It I, doesn't make you look, you know. I, I wonder if she small. thought she looked smart and funny by like, oh, maybe not a lot of people know this, but I'll be cheeky about it and say, oh yeah, how about a syringe full of air? And then uh, I look so like scientifically smart or something. Or, or, or I don't know what the hell. I, know. I think Greg nailed it on the head. Yeah. I think she just wants to be relevant and in the news again. And but she faced so much backlash last time, which is why I'm surprised she would even choose the same tactic to to do this. It seems to me, and I don't know her comedy super well, but any time I've ever seen it or seen her on reality shows, she seems like that's her thing almost. It is in her general, thing. but she's just upping the ante, and it's not. F- smart the reason i like her is because she doesn't care what people think no filter yeah i don't like her comedy uh, i mean all she does is really trash talk celebrities and tells celebrity stories and oh my god okay so this happened so i was at p diddy's party and i'm, I'm like okay but <laughs> but she doesn't care what people think about her she's in hollywood and she's always trash talking her she's made a career of bashing and, and roasting hollywood people not even roasting because uh, it's not usually clever. It's just, yeah. this person's an idiot, and here's why. Oh, my God. So I was at this party, and it's kind of like name-dropping at the same time and then bashing these people. Uh, being outrageous. And- uh, maybe I don't like her at all. I don't know. I said that at first, but <laughs> I just like that she doesn't care. I I, I, admi- I respect anybody that truly doesn't give a shit what other, what other people care or think, but uh, this, this seems... Uh, yeah, I don't think I like her, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Well, I remember... I remember when I used to serve in New York, there were some customers that really liked her and went to see, were, were looking forward to going to see her perform. And one of the reasons they loved her so much, this is one of the big reasons they loved her so much, was because she she never has anything, she never duplicates any of her material the next show. Like it's always 100% brand new. And yeah, I tried to explain to good. them. No, I, I know. I tried to explain to them because people who are not stand-up comics don't really understand. Like, and then she, they were gonna. Go, they went to see Chelsea Handler uh, recently. At that time, they were telling me the story, and they said, "You know, we really like Chelsea Handler, but I was so disappointed because the second time I saw her, there was at least." you know, 40% was stuff that I had heard before. And I said, well, how long ago did you see her the first time? And they said, like, a year. And I'm like, well, Uh, it takes a long time to develop material. And, you know, Kathy Griffin, what she's doing, what bugs me, and I I mean, I don't really care because I'm like, whatever. But I don't like it when people put stand-up, her under the same umbrella of a stand-up comedy. That's true. You know, because that's a different thing. That's not stand-up comedy. I mean, maybe she does have some quote-unquote stand-up jokes in her act, but for the most part, if you can... If you can do a whole new hour and a half She's a storyteller. Your story... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so maybe... uh, Yeah, I guess I don't like her. Why did I start the story with I like Kathy Griffin? I just respect... (laughs) I just respect that she doesn't give a shit what people think. But no, fuck Kathy Griffin. Well, you know what's funny? Greg just wrote, LOL, she's terrible. Yeah, okay, I apologize. I want to take that back. I don't like her. Am I red? I feel like I'm red. Yeah, but you know it's why? hard because... to tell through that George Hamilton tank. <laughs> you know why? Because I was going to bash what she did, so I wanted to preface by saying, I like her, but no, I don't like her. Maybe you were trying to Screw be positive because the, the yeah, rest of what we were talking about today true. has been pretty negative. That's true. She's terrible. She's an insult to comedy. But See you how tried. I went from liking her. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and and that's 
Yeah. You heard it here first. Fuck <laughs> Kathy Griffin. But yeah, it, it does. You know why I said I like her? Because I remember when I started talking about her or reading this story, I remember her being on Seinfeld. And uh, in that episode, she's in one episode, I think, maybe a couple, but... I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I, oh, I like Kathy Griffin because I was, I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. But no, no, I don't. I actually don't. <laughs> I, if you're, if there's one thing. I hope nobody heard me say that and tuned oh, out. Oh, yeah, they did. Now they're never going to watch again because they're like, oh, I, he was totally my type uh, of she entertainment. She sucks. Uh, Monique <laughs> says trying to be politically cracked. Maybe yeah, you're trying to be. That's right. No, forget about it. I don't like Kathy Griffin and her comedy is annoying. I was too. I don't like. Yeah, I, I, I said. I, I contradicted exactly what I'm saying. I, I, I'm saying I like her because she doesn't care what people think. Meanwhile, I'm saying that because I care what people think. <laughs> but if I was honest, I would just say, you know, I don't like her. She's always been annoying. Uh, and this is what she's done. You know what? Why I, did I'm, I start with I'm that? Gonna... No, but that says a lot about me. I need to uh, establish that. Well, we're learning about I obviously, ourselves. I obviously care deeply what others think because... I admire that of her, and I prefaced it by saying like three times, I said, I like Kathy Griffin. I've never liked it. I, I, I can't quote one of her jokes or one of her things. I I remember watching my life on the D-list and thinking, why are you complaining? This whole premise of the show is you complaining about how you have an amazing life. Who cares if you're on the, quote, D-list? You're on a documentary on... TV and uh, with this camera crew filming in your mansion and you're just complaining the whole time and we're supposed to be like, yeah, Kathy, your life sucks. We're with you. Hey, Kathy, maybe if you uh, rewrote your bits and didn't have to just do a whole new show every hour where you're just talking instead of uh, crafting bits, maybe you'd be on the fucking A-list. Greg, I hope you'll forgive me because uh, Greg and I share very, very similar tastes in comedy. We often share... Um, <laughs> Uh, we we uh, we kind of discovered uh, oh Mr. Gosh. Show around the same time. I'm I think I I, so I, I interview I interview I introduced Mr. Show and David <laughs> David Cross to Greg and and we share such a similar sense of humor and laughs and uh, no I don't like Kathy Griffin. <laughs> I I really now my big fear is that someone heard that and not because of that tuned out but just happened to tune out after that and oh now they're God. living their life thinking I like Kathy Griffin. Oh, it's for sure happened. Somebody's oh. walking around Fuck. thinking. Oh, I thought Jules had better taste. You know that. what? I'm going to change the name of the post of the video to, in this episode, Julian <laughs> <laughs> discusses his, his, his disdain uh, yeah, towards Kathy Griffin, among other things. I but, have a couple theories of why you started it that way. One was this podcast has been very sad at times and negative. Oh, not the, negative. The, today the episode you yes. mean? I thought you meant in general the podcast. No, no, no. Sorry, this episode. Oh, great. Now everyone's going to think I think this podcast is sad. <laughs> no, um, but this episode has been heavily, like, it's a lot about racism and, and it got really sad at one point. And I think you just wanted to focus on what's positive about, which I think is ultimately a good thing because everybody's got something positive about them. And the thing that's Except positive... Except Kathy Griffin. No, no, no. I could the say thing, more positive things about Trump. Yeah. I'm just joking. Oh, my gosh. Come on. He's actually but, funnier. He's funnier than Kathy Griffin. I'll say that. <laughs> and I will stand by that comment forever. Donald Trump is way funnier than Kathy Griffin. He's... <laughs> People don't like to hear it, but oh, he's actually very funny. Go ahead. But I just want to say, I just want to say, you and I have talked many times about how we admire people who don't have a filter and don't care what people think. Yes, we all whether, strive for that. Whether we agree with their standpoint, their point of view, 
their material. Like we both know comics. Rarely. There's very few comics I can tell you. right, And I know a lot of comics. Okay. I'm just using that as an example because comics are known for having few filters and not caring what people think. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you right now, there's like one that's coming to mind and I'm sure I know maybe one more that truly authentically do, do not care what yep. other people think. And it's actually, you can feel the energy when you're around someone like that because it's so rare. It's and rare. I, and it's you, refreshing. It, it's not just words. You can feel the energy of somebody who does not care. And that's obviously Kathy Griffin has gotten to a point in, in her life and in her career um, D list or not, it's way higher than a lot of most people have ever gotten in their career. Most people are and, on no list. Right. And even if you don't like what she's done, she's obviously done something right. And I would, I would hazard to say hazard, hazard. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. To say that she probably has gotten that far because she does not give a shit what people think because most people do care so much about what people think yeah that that is an extraordinary skill and ability that most people don't possess and she's done it she's done it her whole career mm -hmm. so right there that's enough boom but i do think it's ironic that i was saying i admire her for not caring what people think and, oh I, and, I, and I was going on with your digestion and i was saying morning. that because i cared obviously what people thought i don't know i think it's all the uh nespresso wanda's here Vanda, Vanda, ha, ha 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 ha! But I'm not sure which part. I think it's the part where you had said that you like Kathy Griffin, yeah. and now you're feeling. Doug says too far. LOL. <laughs> Joe says Trump is a buffoon. Yeah, he's a buffoon. Totally, couldn't agree more. He's a funny buffoon. I, I mean, he's he says funny shit, funnier than Kathy Griffin. Uh, he's total buffoon, and I don't like him, and Buffoon's I wouldn't vote a for good him. Good name. Yeah, he's a dope. He's a buffoon. He's everything. But you hear. Uh, yeah. I've heard many stories and things or, or for example this <laughs> anyway I'm not going to get to why uh, Trump is funny but he's done some funny things on purpose when uh, Mitt Romney tested negative for coronavirus he tweeted oh thank god thank god uh, Mitt Romney tested negative for coronavirus I can move on with my day sure he's a terrible uh he was a terrible presidential candidate in this. Anyway, forget it. Ignore everything. <laughs> Should we start the show over? No, you're, you're hilarious sweating. today. Wanda says, Kathy and Trump co comparison. She's laughing at that. <laughs> but um, it is funny. I mean, yeah. what, in a million years, would you think that that's what we'd be talking about today? Never. That's what's cool about this podcast. And, and I never even thought we'd be doing this podcast. And now we're doing it. And it's really fun. And I never thought I could talk to you that much. You'd think that I could because we're like in a relationship. To me? But yeah. Oh. But I, we <laughs> chatty, 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 back and forth, back and forth. No, no, no. But it's good. It's like it's I don't a, think I'd like your voice that much enough <laughs> to talk to you for any amount of time. And now that we talk, you're not bad. It only took 11 years for you to realize you like talking to me. Yeah. Weird, eh? That is weird i'm joking i, I feel I'm like teasing. i should call greg and apologize for saying i like kathy griffin call him right now imagine he answered try to call just for fun <laughs> no no I'm, okay. i don't want to put him on the spot like that yeah true um well, by the way today's a big d day because uh uh can i take a break for a second yeah sure thanks 
uh, I'm referring to one of your news stories, Jen, from uh, today. SpaceX is launching its first manned uh, flight rocket to the space station, and I, for one, will be watching 4.33 Eastern Time, weather permitting. If the weather uh, is not, if it's not good weather, it'll be, um, the backup dates are Saturday and Sunday. But this is huge, and as a huge uh, space nerd, uh, self, as a kid, I, I mean, everything about space fascinates me. As a kid, I could just stare at the st- stars at night forever. It's just it, movies like... Um, What's that movie? The Martian I love, but uh, uh, the one with Matt oh, Di- Interstellar. Interstellar is like all my childhood fantasies in one movie. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's uh, where they explore, you know, Earth is sick, so they're exploring other planets to go live on. Mind-blowing. And so this, I'll be watching today at 4.33. You can stream it, and I think ABC News will be um, broadcasting it live on TV. Do yourselves a favor. This is... This is absolutely history in the making. It's the first ever private company to send a manned rocket in space. Uh, And NASA, uh, Jen reported it on the other day on the Daily Dose. NASA did some tests and it's uh, safe. Still the odds, though, are crazy. I mean, there's a 1 in 276 chance that they will die. What is it? 1 in 276. Hmm. Those are high odds, high or low. What do, what do you say when it's it's good odds that you will perish? That's that's not a lot. That's one two. What are they? Are they always that those odds, or is this a particular mission? The that's... threshold is one in two seventy when they do all the tests and the um, uh, uh, safety, the safety tests and stuff. And so they're one in two hundred and seventy six, and it's but the chances of a mission failure are one in sixty. So that means the mission could fail, 1 in 60, meaning um, they don't get to the space station. But because of the technology of the rocket, uh, with this ejector ejector thing that they've tested, it was unmanned, uh, and they tested it a few months back. So the pilots can safely eject and land back uh, on Earth. From They can separate the capsule from the rocket. So insane. So the mission... Ugh. The mission odds are 1 in 60 that it fails, and... It's one in 276 that they will die. So those are fucking crazy odds. I mean, kudos to those two astronauts that are that have, that are doing this. I mean, that's yeah. insane. I'm afraid to take a, a, a plane. I was just and, say that. And those odds are like one in, in thousands, I'm sure, to... Uh, what are the? I'm gonna Google that real quick. What are the odds of dying? Oh, you should not look at that. I know. Uh, well, PM just said, Julian, check your DMs. I wanted to mention that because it might have something to do with something you can talk about right now. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to share this picture right now with you guys. Hold on. <laughs> Doug says the banter is awesome. One and two. Thanks, Dougie. Our banter. Uh, 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 Even when we fight. Of plane crash. Jeez, you should not be looking this up. I know. Um, one in 5.4 million that's crazy the probability of your plane going down is around one in 5.4 million that yeah. makes me feel better yeah me too because I, I was 
Well, like I just said 30 seconds ago, I thought that that it was in the thousands, maybe, you know, maybe hundreds of thousands, but one in 5.4 million. And to get on this space shuttle is one in 276 that they will die. That is crazy. That's crazy. That is so insane. You know what makes me feel better, and this might help other listeners who are fear have a fear of flying. I think about flight attendants. If if flight attendant if flying was right. really really dangerous, flight attendants would get high risk pay. And yeah, they get paid like a a normal amount, like not high risk. So look at your screen here. There's gonna okay. be there's gonna be a delay, but let me know. <laughs> Uh, that's funny, PM. That's really funny. I love that. I thought you were going to go, I love you. I love you, PM. We've only met once, but I feel like I know you, and I can't wait to see you again. Are you seeing it? Not yet. Not yet. Mm, there's like a good 10, 15 second delay, I guess. Ah, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> and the eyes yeah. all closed. Uh, I like Kathy Griffin. Oh so that's what I sound like in that picture. I'm I like Kathy Griffin. I'm so embarrassed for you. <sighs> I'm so embarrassed for you. That's really, really funny. But anyway, today, SpaceX, yeah, will be launching the first private commercial, uh, not commercial, but private uh, rocket to the space station. And so watch it. Everybody should watch it. It's really history in the making. I, I mean, you could, and there's a one in 276 chance that you watch something go horribly wrong. I can't believe those odds. I would never get. I mean, I can barely get on a flight, and it's one in 5.4 million. Crazy. Anyway, Elon also was in the news for they changed the name of their child, okay. which was. Uh, by the way, we had wh- the first time we reported on this, we had the pronunciation. It was like uh, some th- something archangel. It was completely way off. That's because people were guessing. It was like I don't remember th- what it was, but it was something arch arch archain 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 archangel. But <clears throat> oh my god, it's actually it's pronounced X Ash A twelve. X Ash A twelve. Are we supposed to be like yay? Yay, good, XASHA12, but they changed the name. Oh, boy. Uh, no, it's still the same, but instead of having X, well, I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just share the screen here. Hold on. Daily down, a second, daily down, second, and a second, a second. Do you know that it's already 8.43? Are you, do you have any place to be? Mm-hmm. Oh, do you? No. Oh, that's all right. Do you not want to go this long ever again? No, no. Just I just want to let you know what time it was. No, no, I know. I have a clock in front of me. Hello? How's your mouth? Do you need to drink water or something? <laughs> so, I don't know if you see it by now, but it was... <sighs> yeah, I do. So, it was... It was it was this year a- X A E A dash X twelve uh, or, uh, or just dash A twelve, and they changed it to a Roman numeral because uh, California law states you cannot have numbers in your name. So it's the same name, but instead of writing the digits one two, they put uh, a Roman numeral in there. So instead of A twelve, it's A hmm. Roman numeral. Uh, that is obnoxious. It's a good thing that kid's gonna be homeschooled. <laughs> that's funny thank you i am a comedian eh you were pre-pandemic 
Pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. You're a computer, and I just want to close it out by saying computer. I like Kathy Griffin. You just said pre-pandemic. You're a computer. <laughs> Did I say computer? Yeah. <laughs> you're losing it. <laughs> you just called me a loser. No, I said you're losing it. <laughs> Monique said uh, it was ridiculous. The name? Mm. I know. Redonkey donk. You know my my. <laughs> Imagine our parents, Monique, if if you named a child that, or if or if your daughter, I don't want to mention his names and I don't want to give away private information. But imagine your daughter named your granddaughter something like that. What your parents would have thought, or our parents would like. I remember my my mom being mad at a name. I don't want to say. Yeah. Nah, I shouldn't say. But it was such a basic name. She's like, nope, I will never call that child by her name. I will call her this name. I will call her this for short. <laughs> uh, I wish I could say the name, but it's so basic. So imagine now you're like, hey, uh, we're going to, what's the baby's name? Oh, X Ash uh, Elf 12 or whatever. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Just going to call her X. Anyway. All right. You're right, Jen. We've gone on way too long. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Weird. Are you okay? Even the dog looked at me weird after that one. Ah! Oh snap! Wait, how could I go this long without mentioning our beautiful, tremendous sponsor? Oh my gosh! Uh, oh, this was a weird day. We should, you need to write notes of what to do. Why? Because you got to talk about. Our great sponsor, right? Off oh the yeah, top. But, the, but it was a fun episode. I'm not. I wouldn't change anything about the episode. No, no, gosh. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> this episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant is brought to you by. Uh, I was gonna say Dragon something. What's wrong with me? Gringo's Blazing Sauces. That's right. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of the best salsas, hot sauces, and barbecue sauces that you've ever had in your life. Doug Knight, our friend and yours, chef by trade, <laughs> is obsessed with the perfect balance of... Excuse me, heat... What about a gringo's <laughs> dance while you do that, please? Doug Knight of Gringo's Blazing Sauces is, is obsessed in finding the perfect balance between heat... And Flavor. Bring them, to, bring them together and what do you got? Gringos. Blazing sauces. Choppingonions.com. Try the onion mesquite maple. Um, yeah, go to Gringos. The, the dance is distracting me. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. <laughs> uh, our fridge is full. Oh, Fill up so your good. fridge. It's free shipping for orders over $40, and they ship uh, in Canada, but they <laughs> ship uh, everywhere in North America. That's right. Mexico, even. I don't know. Mexico's part of North America, but I'll have to clarify with Doug if he ships to Mexico. I know that definitely ships in the States, all right? And anywhere in Canada. This is this is two subjects. Doug, we had tacos last night and used your hot sauce. Yeah, I sent, I sent him. I was. I think I was dancing to no music because the volume was off. No, I can hear it. Yeah, you can hear it, but on the board. Anyway, uh, technical thing, but. Gringos. Blazing sauces. 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 Gringos. Blazing
Lazy. Sauces.com. Gringoslazysauces.com. Give yourself a floor and dive in the floor. Gringoslazysauces.com. Please? Please? Go check it out. Doug is a good man and he makes a great product. <laughs> Damn. And uh, so that's that. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Once again, gringosblazingsauces.com. Yeah. PM, PM said, my mother got mad about a kid named Ellie Merlin when I lived in Gas Bay. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I, I wish I could say the name that my parents, my mom was mad about. Well, Monique said, you have to say it now, LOL. Maybe just message her. Yeah. Message Mes- Message. Uh, I don't want you to get in trouble. Yeah. You know how these things yeah, go. Yeah, and, and this was like, because uh, she's now in her early 20s, this this girl. She's a cousin oh, of mine. narrowing it down. Narrowing yeah. it down. It's a cousin of mine in her 20s. And my mother was like, no, I will never name her, call her that. I'm going to call her Cat for short. And, uh, oh, did I just give it away? I think so. Well, you'd have to know her full name. But anyway, it was it's ridiculous. So imagine being like, "Hey mom, our name, our child's name is XL12 Elf." <laughs> All right. I'm always amazed when uh well, Wanda says dancing sausage queen. <laughs> <laughs> Doug said that was amazing. By the way, Wanda woman was my guest for oh, a, a, an episode of the podcast. What you know a woman what? she is. I'm going to share it because uh, it doesn't do it justice. What, one of the best interviews I've ever done. S- speaking of, sp- actually, yes. Speaking of people that have no, no filter, filter, jinx, personal jinx. If you uh, talk, if you owe me a Pepsi. <laughs> Pepsi. Coke. Oh, whatever. So, yeah, speaking of people that speak their minds... And don't and, care what people think. Jeez, finish my sentence as much. Oh, okay, no problem. I'm here for you. <laughs> uh, Wanda is the best. I mean, talk about honest and authentic and raw. And not, And by the way, Wanda Woman is not a comedian by profession, and she's a million times funnier than Kathy Griffin. Truly. Yes. And oh, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not just saying that like, oh... Truly hysterical, authentic, genuine, nice, uh, real person. Uh, one of the best you've ever met. So I will re-air, I'll reshare that interview today. It's on YouTube. I'll, I'll, um, I'd made it private because I'm moving all my backlog catalog from my Julian Dion channel to the Julian Dion show channel. But anyway, that's boring. But uh, Ooh, I'll, I'll reshare the Wanda Woman episode. No filter. Doesn't yep. care what people think. Yeah. And it's so uh, attractive, this kind Yes, you just want to be around this person all the time. So uh, that's Wanda for you. Yep. Totes my floats my votes. This episode of the Julian Dion Show is brought to you by Wanda Woman. For all of your unfiltered thoughts (laughs) and desires, go to Wanda Woman in person and say, Hey, I heard about you. She does have... She is a contractor. Yeah, she's a contractor. She's done some work at our house here, and she's uh, she has this unique approach to it where she, of course, she doesn't force the homeowner to help, but if you want to help, especially uh, especially women, women, she that's that's her her kind of uh, mo. Her mission statement is to give women experience in in building things and renovating things, and so she will. 
if her client is a woman, she'll often ask them if they want to help and will give a deal and, and she shows them how to do stuff and it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Very that great. I know that uh, she loves she loves when men tell her how to do things. Yeah. <laughs> I love I I know for a fact Wanda loves when she's doing a job somewhere and a man is watching over her shoulder and mansplaining every step of the process. Who wouldn't? I know. I mean, I can't stand that. When I was talking about that in another episode, like old age mansplaining, older mansplaining, when someone's just a little bit older and you're doing any sort of labor, that uh, you probably shouldn't... Uh, shut up. <laughs> Lift just, with your knees. Hold on, I just got to check the... Lift with your knees. Lift with your legs. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> OPM just sent me a message privately because he couldn't, uh, he didn't want to comment uh, publicly. It's just about names, how like people that aren't even related to them, like uh, parents of parents or whatever, are, are just like, I will refuse. That's nope, I will never name. And of course they do. They move past that, and then all of a sudden it's. Um, I'm always amazed at how people. It's none of your business. Family members want to get involved in like major moments in people's lives that should be their own choice, their own special time. Like, same applies when you get married, you know. And yeah, but like, the, 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 every if, time, you, where, where do you want to get married? Like you and I, you know, one day, you know, we'll get married, and we've been talking about it. My sister is already mad that it's going to be in New Brunswick. <laughs> and and you haven't even it hasn't even official. But how is it? How selfish is it to be like no, I'm not gonna ever use that name in hopes that your uh, what's the word? Not resentment, but your like um, reservations towards a name is enough. You like passive aggressively passive aggressively hope that they will change it because of your opinion. Mm-hmm. Like nope. Fine then. You want to name her that? I'm gonna. I'm gonna call her this. For in in the back of your mind, it must be a control thing where you're thinking. Well, hopefully, if I complain enough, they won't go through with this stupid name. Like, how selfish is that to think? Uh, yeah. And by the way, I mentioned my mom in this. I, I don't. I'm not singling her out because uh, I've heard this. A bunch of people have done this. It's just a funny situation because I remember this particular situation about twenty some years ago. But it's just like, how crazy do you have to be, or, or like, to think that you're gonna like passive aggressively make them change their baby's name? That's crazy. I know. Just who cares? Let people do whatever the hell they want. Mm-hmm. Case in point: XL twelve ninety, whatever. Now that I don't know. Um, so Wanda says uh, when you were saying you love, she loves to be told what to do by men, man's mansplaining. Mm-hmm. She said, she said only you. She said, I love to be told what to do by you, my lesbian lover. Whoa, sexual. And then I wrote, Jules or me? Ha ha. And she said, are you coming out, Jen? Didn't think I had a choice. (laughs) Wanda actually in her phone has my number saved as lesbian lover. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The best. All right. What do you say (laughs) we we should almost go for another uh, 10 minutes to make it two hours? No, that's okay. Yeah. I'm having fun, but I'm ready to wrap it up. Yeah? Well, it's not up to you. Oh, okay. I mean, I appreciate your opinion, but what are you going to try to make me change my name? Mm, No, but we could. Um, I thought we were a team here. We are a team, of course. 
We're a team as long as you Don't agree. Don't make me fight with you. We're a team as long as you agree that I'm the boss. Mm, yeah, not so much. I think we all know who's where's the fucking pants around here. I'm the boss. I'm, I'm the, the boss. Pants. I wear the pants, but the pants. I thought you were going to do your bit. I thought you were going to go, nope. I, uh, I'm, nope. I'm the pants, doing... but they're capris. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. No, 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 no. And I had a feeling you thought I was going to do that. <laughs> what if you just. I do miss doing stand up <laughs> a little tiny bit. What if you just sang, sang your bits like. Somebody came up and told me I look tired. You may as well told me that I look like shit. Oh my God. That's like going to. Oh my gosh. That to a weight so watchers annoying. meeting and saying you guys look full. <laughs> By the way, I'm selling these magnets after the show. Come see oh, me. Oh, after the show. That rhymed. Remember that uh, it comes with That's everything so in your fridge. Weight watchers is something, something else. Oh my God, that's really uh, not pleasant to listen to. I, I like to subscribe to the... Um, to the new showbiz adage, leave them wanting less. Mm. Leave them yawning. All right, let's close it out. All right. Well, this has been our longest show ever. Love you guys. Tired, and we went long. Thank uh, you for being I, there. I know we were kind of all over the map, a little negative, a little positive, liver, liver love. And if you're Kathy Griffin watching this, just know that I, I really don't like you. <laughs> I respect you, but I don't like you. You know what? I don't even respect you. How about that? I have nothing to say to you, Kathy Griffin. <laughs> Who do you respect more, Trump or Kathy? Ooh. Waste of time. Wanda says this is Waste way better than shit radio. Good job, guys. Oh, thank you. That's like saying... Uh, Hey, how's your food? Well, I'm not puking. <laughs> this is way better than shit radio. You heard it. That's going on our website. Better, <laughs> the, better than shit radio. Oh, what a great testimonial. Monique says, have a great day, guys. You too, Monique. You too. Thanks for watching. We do appreciate you. We're live Monday to Friday at 7 a.m. right here on Facebook, then available on demand on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Soon coming to YouTube. We're uploading all of our backlog catalog, all of our episodes. The Julian Dion Show. We're doing it here. Thank you for watching. We love you. Thanks, Jen. I love you. I love you. We'll see you again. And as always, watch your heads. Bye, guys. I'm just a thin, nervous shadow Walking backwards down the street The landing is bitter But the falling is oh so sweet It's just a waste of time A beautiful waste of time It's just a waste of time The whole world wants a piece of my head But they all Get a piece of my mind instead I'll roll over and go back to bed It's such a beautiful waste of time A waste of time A beautiful waste of time It's just a waste of time